all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. <laughs> I doubt that. Ooh. Wow. Little babies. So precious. Little babies. Wow. They so naive. They don't know really much. They just smile at you. you making an ugly face. They smile at you. They just want you to hug them. They just want you to caress them. They just want you to feed them. You there when they're young, when they're young, when they get older, you know, you're walking with them. Then when they get a little older, you know, you stop them from picking up stuff off the ground, eating crayons, and even if you had roaches in those days, <laughs> catching roaches off the wall and all kind of stuff. Got to watch it from going in the commode and stuff like that as they get older. You got to watch. You can't let them go by themselves. You got to give them a hand. You know, you got to help them out. You got to walk them through. Then they get to that 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 midlife era. You kind of let the hand go, let them walk, and let them fall a few times because they have to grow. They have to grow and everything, you know. So, you know, as part of getting older, they, they learn step by step how to walk better and how to grow. And then that, later on down the line, they learn what not to touch because you discipline them in a way you correct them. You like they like sheep. You got to direct them. You correct them. You got to make sure you know because yeah, your babies are going the right way. But as the older they get, you know, you start letting go and let them learn things on their own and let them find out things on their own. You know, wow. That's like a the child of God. It's like a new creature when you first get saved. You know that? That's just like when you first get saved. Remember when you first get saved, you're so happy. You feel so good. You feel so emotional and everything. You just gung-ho. You just want to learn everything, you know. And you're feeling good. You're great. You, you know, you're, you get upset when you sin. You really get upset when you sin. And you make mistakes. You don't want to sin against God and stuff like that because you're still growing. You're making that mistake. You know, when you're a child, you look at your parents, you know, because you know you've done wrong. You don't want to get whooped and stuff like that. Or you feel you're going to get disciplined. That's how uh, a new creature feels when they do do something wrong they don't want to sin against God you know so they start hiding out like Adam and Eve done when they sinned against God and uh they didn't know nothing about hiding out a shame until Adam ate the fruit I didn't say Eve but when Adam ate the fruit that's when their eyes was open if you read the Bible in Genesis you will see it was after Adam ate the fruit therefore I believe because Adam was the one God told not to eat from that tree of life so therefore you know Adam was the one responsible also for Eve. So when Eve got deceived by Satan, you know, and she ate of the fruit, you know, because, you know, uh, for one reason or the other, she gave some of the fruit to Adam according to what the Bible said and everything. Now, whether Adam, I don't know if he was there or not, but she's, the Bible just said you, you got to learn how to connect the dots with the Bible. Therefore, you know, she gave the fruit to Adam. I don't know if he was right there. I doubt it. But she, she probably walked over and gave something to him. He ate the fruit. That's when everything started happening. And the first thing they done, their asses opened and they felt ashamed, you know, because, you know, their eyes open now. That's part of growing, a part of getting that rare pill, a part of understanding the things of life as well as the things of God.
Okay. This is what I'm going to talk about today. You know, you heard that sweet little baby when they was little. I'm going, I, I made a podcast before this one about, you know, congratulating the new believer. And I, I tried to explain to the new believer uh, that's in the body of Christ what, what's the best books to start off. And I gave my opinion on that and everything, you know. You can start a lot of places in the Bible, but, you know, you can start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Some is recommended for that. You know, that's, that's you know, that's okay. People want to, you know, people will recommend Genesis. My recommendation, my recommendation was the book of Romans because that's for the church today. But, you know, you know, it's just for, I feel each his own, but I think you can get the raw meat more of the meat and understanding what we're supposed to be doing as the church today and the book of Romans, you know. So that's why I go with that, you know. I also recommended the King James Bible. It's the Bible they ought to get. I also recommended the Living Bible. You know, it's okay. They're not sinning. There's nothing wrong with that. Like some teachers might believe they're cursed if they just read any other translation. It's a lot of translations I wouldn't even touch, but the Living Bible is okay. I think you'll do it fine. Once you understand the principles and the concepts of what God is looking for, those those books will not be able to trick you. You will catch it there. So you, you just say you started in the Living Bible, another translation, you know, you you will get more of an understanding once you rightly learn how to rightly divide the word of God out of the King James Version. Then you can know which Bible not to touch because you understand by reading the King James. That's why I look at it. That's my opinion. Okay. But <clears throat> I don't know. People might wonder. Maybe they is. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Might wonder why do I, uh, I get this concept, which I was taught myself of saying this of the Bible. Is for us. All the Bible is for us, but all the Bible's not to us. All the Bible is for us, but all the Bible's not to us. I and I'm sorry I never really explained what I mean when I say that. And you know, when it was taught to me, they explained it to me. So therefore it's only fair for me to explain it to the new believer and some old believers that don't understand but I'm just talking to the new creature in Christ. The new believer in the body of Christ, what I mean by when I say all, all scripture is given by inspiration of, inspiration of God, you know, all scripture for correction, for, for reproof, for correction and reproof and righteousness, something like that, you know, that uh, is given by God. So all scripture is given by God, but it did not say all scripture is for us to obey and follow. It was just all scripture is inspired by God. But so therefore is certain parts in the Bible that's for us meaning the body of Christ and there's certain parts in the Bible that it's not for us. It's for the uh, the time past, uh, the uh, the Jews, for Israel. You know, you got some for the body of Christ, just like you got some things is for the body of what's for the Jews and some things is for the Gentiles. But the majority of the Bible is talking about Israel. The majority of the Bible is talking about Israel. You know, I believe about 90, 95% of the Bible is about Israel. You only have 13 epistles as written by the Apostle Paul. Those 13 letters is for the body of Christ. Not so much for Gentiles, but who's ever in the body of Christ. That's Jew and Gentile. Because there's only one body now. It's no more law. You get saved only one way. So the body of Christ, the 13 letters from Paul is for the body of Christ. Now people say it's for the Gentiles only. No, that is not true. The body of Christ is for every nation. 
Jews and Gentiles, Gentiles and Jews. I just believe the more the majority of them is Gentiles. But there is Jews that saved in the body of Christ too. There's no picking and choosing nobody better than the other one. Everybody is one when it comes to the body of Christ. And Jesus is the head. Okay. So therefore there's a certain structure. There's a certain line that's for the body of Christ. That's not, you know, that's only for the body of Christ. Okay. That's okay. So when I say all the Bible is for us, but all the Bible is to us, that means there's different programs in the Bible and different ways that God dispensationally used, or you can use the dispensation at different times. God used different people and different programs. Do you follow what I'm saying, you believer? Different different programs and different schemes and different ways that God used people, you know. In the beginning. God created the heaven and the earth. The King James says heaven does not say heavens, you know. I know some translations said heavens, even the living Bible, but in the beginning, God created the heaven, singular, the heaven, you know. I believe that's the correct translation. And, you know, then in the beginning, he created the heaven and the earth, and then he created certain things. He made the animals and all the other stuff and all the, the you know, the life and stuff like that when it came to the animals and the birds and everything. He, were, he made all that first before he even made a human being. You know, if you read your Bible correctly, you see that, you know, before he made a human being. Uh, the man came later, and then the woman came out of the man, even though the woman was already there, but she was not uh, formatted yet. And with, with outside the man, she was within the man. If you read Genesis, when he kept saying that you, man and woman, that woman wasn't around and Adam was created, you know, but the woman was not, you know, made yet. It hasn't been set out of uh, Adam's rib as of yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. But my point is, when you read the Bible, you read the Bible literally. I have a show called Connecting the Dots. I'm going to try to make this real fast, you know, the best way I can, Connecting the Dots. What I mean by Connecting the Dots, the Bible does not exactly say, okay, this is what's going to happen with Adam and Eve. This is this dispensation. The dispensation is going to change when it gets to Noah. Okay? And then after Noah, the dispensation is going to change when it gets to the Tower of Babel. I'm going to confuse that language. Okay? That dispensation is going to change into another dispensation when it gets to Abram. I'm going to create the Jews and the Hebrews, whatever, through Abram. That's another dispensation. So I'm going to give Abram a promises. Abram going to have to have promises. So that's, that's, a, that's another dispensation. You know, I'm going to give him a promise. So he's going to have certain promises. He's going to have certain blessings for the other nations. So going through that, you're going to have the 12 tribes growing out of uh, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We got the 12 tribes coming. Then after the trail trail after the 12 tribes, you go into Exodus, then we're going to start with Moses. Moses is going to bring us the law. Therefore, there's another dispensation. See, the Bible doesn't tell you it's going that way. You follow what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's different ministrations, it's different dispensations as God used them in different ways, even their dietary Eating, God used them in different ways, different dispensation, different times, different administrations. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So through the Bible, he used different ways. He used people in different ways, different, different dispensations. He put a covenant under Israel. He, didn't put, he, he gave Abraham a promise, and that was before the law. 
Remember, the law started in Exodus 24. That's before the law. Well, anyway, let me make this fast because this is not my Bible teaching radio. It's just connecting the dots. But I can give you a quick cliff note of the Bible when it comes to the whole. The Bible's not for us. In other words, there's different ways God worked through different people at different times. Okay? All through the Bible. So, therefore, when you get to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, yes, they were still under the law. There was no body of Christ. There was no body of Christ. That was the kingdom church. Before the kingdom church, it was the church in the wilderness. Stephen talked about the church of the wilderness. You can find that in Acts 7. Church of the wilderness. Those were the ones that was wandering through the land and they was rebelling against God and God had to wipe them out. You know, the, the numbers, the church, that's the church of the wilderness. They wandered through the wilderness. That was called the church. Remember, the church is called ecclesia. Church means assembly. Ecclesia, assembly. That's all it is. So churches use different times in the Bible and everything, you know. So that's all church means, the gathering of assembly. But the church in the wilderness is not the same as the kingdom of heaven church when jesus said he will build his church on he wasn't talking about the church in the wilderness he was talking about a foundation for the kingdom of heaven church that's another that's another dispensation that's another administration so therefore that's what i mean so when you go through the church of the kingdom of heaven which was preached came first preaching by john the baptist before jesus came jesus came preaching the same thing repent be baptized for the, the kingdom of heaven is at hand he really uh gave that assignment also to the 12 apostles that they go out preaching the same thing what also came with the church of the kingdom signs and wonders we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches hensonshaving.com slash holiday it began with moses that was always a begin that was always a sign that they was under a covenant because signs and wonders always follow israel always followed the jews let me say that again signs and wonders always followed the jews and israel that that Israel, not the body of Christ. Remember, the body of Christ is still hidden in God. God didn't expose and didn't expose the body of Christ until later through the Apostle Paul. I hope you, you follow me a little bit the best way you can. So the church in the wilderness, you know, you see miraculous miracles. The church in the wilderness, even in the daytime, they follow God through a cloud. That was miraculous sign. God was their king. God was a theocracy. 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 I mean, God, what they call a theocracy. They was followed. God was their king. He was their leader. So through the daytime, time they follow God and it was directed through the wilderness through a cloud and at night it was a pillar of fire they follow God through a pillar of fire so that's another miraculous sign sign and wonders there was a lot of miracles there was over 12 signs and wonders done through Moses those those are signs for Israel do you follow me then going into the kingdom of heaven even after that it was 400 400 years after Malachi, it was 400 years of silence. God did not do nothing through no prophets and nothing for, with, uh, in 400 years. Then another dispensation came that John the Baptist came in, preaching what? Repent. He was prophesied to come in through the old books of Isaiah and even Malachi. John the Baptist was prophesied. 
prophesying the coming in the spirit of Elijah. He came preaching the kingdom of heaven was at hand. So this is another ministration. This is another time. This is another dispensation. John the Baptist came preaching the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, be baptized for the kingdom of heaven hand. What was at hand? Why did the Jews have to be baptized? Because they were the future priests. Priests had to be cleansed. Priests had to be washed. They had to prepare themselves so they can be able in the future to go out to the Gentiles. So that's what baptism was always for, for Israel to be cleansed, to become, it was just an outside appearance, an outside ritual for them to be cleansed so they can go out to the Gentiles, but they had to get their lives together, they had to be cleansed first. That was a meaning, that was a, that was a purpose for water baptism for priests. Not the body of Christ, not the church today. It was for priests, the Levite priests. It was for priestlyhood for Israel, okay? You know, in that dispensation. So they were supposed to be cleansed. There was 12 disciples Jesus anointed, 12 disciples, before they became apostles to preach what? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. They will go out, they will heal the sick, they will raise the dead. All this is prophesied, thus is proud of the sign of wonders to prepare the people to be healed and back be healed with miraculous signs and stuff like that because that was a future half the kingdom of heaven there was going to be no lamb there was no going to be no blind if you go to the book of leviticus and you 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 look at the requirement the other requirements that was required for certain priests they couldn't have no type of defects even animals couldn't have no type of defects i mean they couldn't have no broken nose they couldn't have no humpback another day they had to be perfectly and body wise and they're perfect you know so it wouldn't be no lamb or nothing like that that was just a foretaste how the kingdom of heaven was going to be for the millennium kingdom for Israel and the other proselytes that was going to come in in the future you know so that's why it was signs and wonders Jesus was telling them that's how the millennium he was giving them a picture that was not going to be no blind no lame or nothing in the millennium kingdom so I'm just showing you a picture you know of what's going to be happening and how you're going to be in a millennium uh, kingdom you know a lot of people didn't understand that that was not the body of Christ that was not the church of the day okay that was the dispensation of the kingdom of heaven signs and wonders went all the way through the acts and the um, disciples was called the apostles. Apostles went about and they was what? Teacher, repent, be baptized and whatever, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Even that was starting to change later on down, later on down the line. And the book of Acts, what they was doing, miraculous signs and healings. That was part of the movement of the kingdom. They were selling their stuff, getting rid of their stuff because they didn't need it no more because they believed the kingdom was going to be set up. They all believed that the millennial kingdom because you're not going to need none of that stuff in the kingdom. That's why they was able to sell it and whatever like that. You know, a lot of churches ain't doing that today. They're not selling their stuff. They're not giving up all they did. They're like Acts. They, the, the Jews in Israel knew why they done that because it was a foretaste of the millennium kingdom they was getting set up for the millennium kingdom therefore that was a dispensation of and uh, Acts 2, when the, Pente when the day of Pentecost came down, that was foretold. So the Holy Ghost came down and, and filled them. He landed on them. He infilled them. Every time you, re if you read in the book of Acts, every time Peter and them was able to do signs and miracles, it was an infilling of the Holy Ghost. He gave them power to do those things. That's not for today, for the body of Christ. That was for the signs and wonders kingdom church. That was the kingdom program. Signs and wonders, the Holy Spirit, mood and power. So when he came upon them and filled them you notice he said peter was filled with the holy ghost he done this this person was filled in the holy ghost he done this even the early apostle paul earlier ministry the apostle paul was filled with this so one signs and wonders followed the apostles well mostly only apostles not everybody that was saved 
and the kingdom program didn't do this. The most of the signs and wonders came through the apostles and a few others, but they was mainly performed by the apostles because that was sign of the gifts of the twelve apostles, signs and wonders under the kingdom program. Then when the kingdom program died up, Jesus converted Paul because of the disobedience of the zoo Jews because of the stoning of C Stephen and Acts seven. You go to Acts 8, blah, blah, blah. They go to Philip. Then you go to Acts 9 and everything like that. Jesus came down in the cloud. He didn't come all the way down to the earth, you know. He shined his light on Paul. Then he converted Paul. When Paul was out there persecuting the church, having some killed and whatever like that, Paul didn't know what he was doing. He thought he was doing the right thing. Jesus converted Paul. You know, he was the first one in the body of Christ, you know, even though Paul was blasphemed and a lot of them blasphemed, you know, far as that, because they blasphemed when they when they, when they they disbelieved the Holy Spirit. Jesus said you could you could uh you could uh not believe the Father and not believe the Son, but when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, that's the third strike. The third strike was Israel blaspheming against the Holy Spirit when they stoned Stephen. They didn't believe the signs of the Holy Spirit, so they blasphemed, so they was postponed, they was cut short. Then it went into the Apostle Paul. Jesus gave the Apostle Paul and his heavenly ministry started far as that right to the Apostle Paul to preach to the Gentiles a total different message than the kingdom message because Gentiles was never Gentiles were never under covenant. There was never under the promises. Gentiles is dogs and heathens. We was dogs and heathens. So God gave us another chance, which he gave us from the beginning in the book of Genesis. He gave us another chance to be saved through a different message called the gospel of the grace of God. No laws, no conditions or nothing like that to make Israel jealous. That was another dispensation. And from then on, all the way down, even to now, that's the dispensation we end now. The dispensation of grace, the gospel of the grace of God. Whew. I know that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. But that's is the plan of the Bible. I might I missed a lot because there's a lot in the Bible. But now you understand, hopefully, what I'm saying. The whole Bible is to us, but the whole Bible is not for us because of a different plan, a different dispensation, a different administration, a different stewardship God used for different people, different prophets at different times. So you cannot take from Israel and used for the day. You cannot take the signs and miracles as only for the kingdom program and apply it to the body of Christ because the kingdom programs for signs and wonders. The Jews seek out the signs. The Greeks, which is the Gentiles, seek out the wisdom. So we believe God by faith. We have more of scripture with them. We have wrote, written down scripture. Therefore, we know what to do. They don't, God don't use prophets like he did uh, uh, like he did back then because prophets didn't have scriptures. It was miraculous. They was miraculously telling things that was going to happen by the infilling of the Holy Spirit because there was no a scriptures then or parchments they only had the old testament slowly but slowly surely they only had the old scriptures and the parchments and the torah to go back they didn't have the, uh, the teachings of the apostle paul because those wasn't handwritten and written down yet so they had to use the uh the prophesying and the foretelling and the gifts of the holy spirit then because they did not have the written bible to tell them what to do they had to use miraculous prophesying foretelling powers through the gift of the holy spirit therefore our dispensation, we have the full Bible now. We know what to do. We don't have, we don't need signs and wonders because that was only for Israel to, to get us to this far. You know, we just believe by faith. Our blessings is in the future. Our blessings is in the heavenly places. Okay. This is the body of Christ. We are in a different time, a different, different dispensation. This Paul is our apostle, not the twelve. 
Let me say this again. Paul is our apostle for today, not the 12. We don't go follow Jesus. According to 2 Corinthians 5 and 16, we don't follow Jesus no more after his earthly ministry. You got to follow that. We don't follow his earthly ministry. Now, we can use a lot of principles. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of things that are work for today. But the majority of the things that Jesus taught Israel was for the church, the kingdom of heaven, was for Israel and the millennium plan. The body of Christ was not in existence of a year, existence yet until God, Jesus himself, exposed it through the Apostle Paul, you know, the gospel of the grace of God. So we're not under the kingdom program. We're not under, we're not kingdom builders. We're grace builders. We're grace followers. We are ambassadors. We're not out to put out the great commission. We ought to be ambassadors to reconcile others for this message of grace. God's grace, which is better than the kingdom program because we don't have no law to follow. We just have to believe what Jesus done. We don't have to believe who Jesus was. Only Israel has to believe of their prophesied king or messiah we just believe what Jesus done, his death, burial, resurrection, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. Therefore, the whole Bible is for us, but the whole Bible is not to us. We got the, the Bible works that way. You have to connect the dots and find out what goes where. It's like a puzzle because the Bible don't tell you, okay, you go over there. Okay, and then you got to go this way. And then you got to go this way because it's going to be grace and this is going to be the kingdom and it's going to be the wilderness. The wilderness. The Bible does not work that way. You got to learn by the guidance of the Holy Spirit within us to direct us and good teachers and follow certain teachers that direct us to our program, the church for today. We cannot steal Israel's mail and use it for us today. Let me say that again. We cannot steal Israel's mail and use it for us today. We are the body of Christ, the church. We don't work in the signs and wonders and miracles like the kingdom of heaven church signs and wonders the only way to remember this is remember the kingdom message is signs and wonders repent be baptized and water for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost our belief today is just believe by faith in the death burial resurrection of jesus christ two different ways to be saved that's ours for today just believe in what jesus done that's a lot I know. That's a lot. I had to learn this. And my eyes have been open ever since. I don't expect a lot of super, supernatural things because they're not for me today. I know I walk by faith, not by sight. That means I'm not looking for signs and wonders. I'm just looking for the heavenly places, believe in Jesus by sight. Therefore, I know the Apostle Paul is my teacher. The Apostle Paul, I read the book of Romans through Philemon for my walk and for my direction for me and the body of Christ the church today. That's the part of the Bible I mostly focus on. Everything else is for my inspiration so I can learn about history and the program of the Bible. Okay? That's for the new believer. Go over it again. I went farther than I wanted to go, but I want you to understand. That's what I mean. All the Bible is for us, but all the Bible is to us. All the Bible is for us, but all the Bible is to us. Certain parts in the Bible is not for the body of Christ. The most parts in the Bible, starting with uh, uh, the, uh, the law and through the kingdom program, is for Israel's program. Time passed, and for Israel's programs, Hebrews through Revelation, ages to come. Hebrews and Revelations for Israel again. Those books are for Israel again. Hebrews to Revelation, but that's another teaching you'll find out on Connecting Dots. <clears throat> this is Joseph Brownlee. That was a quick run-through, a cliff note of the Bible for the church today and the different churches 
for today. God bless you. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Body of Christ, Real Talk. Give yourself a little hoorah for putting up with that, okay? <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. God bless. Just remember, you are still babies in Christ for the new believer. So Romans through Philemon is the way to start according to what I think because that's part of the church today. Romans through Philemon. So you're going to start off like from the beginning as a little baby and you're going to learn on from there. Remember, we need teachers to teach us until we come into maturity, Okay. According to 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, okay? We learn from other teachers until we come to the midst. Remember that until until we come to maturity. And then we're supposed to understand these things on our own and be able to teach others. We don't supposed to stay under nobody's spoon fed all the time. We need to mature and be able to teach others, okay? Right now you are this. <laughs> Yeah, love you. So enjoy it while you can and learn. Learn slowly. God bless you. This is Body of Christ Real Talk, Joseph Brownlee. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.